now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex and the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And we have two fantastic guests today, all the way from Baltimore, the hosts of Herstory on the Rocks, Katie Greenwood and Allie Bain. That's us. Hi. Welcome. Hey. We're so excited to be here. Thank it's you for really, being here. It's, oh. all, it's really hard to not to repress the urge to clap. Like whenever we introduce our guests, it's always hard to not be like, I'll clap. Yeah. So I, I always do a snapping motion. How do you guys, how does everyone feel about people that clap after a plane lands? It's oh like, my God. I love it. You like, you it. like it. I yeah. hate it. I hate it so much. I love it. Cause a friend used to always make fun of it. And whenever we'd land, he'd be like, yeah. Oh, so now when it happens, I think it's great. So ironically it's okay. But like a legit person who's clapping when you land in the plane, yeah. but I also I'd think- prefer that to it crashing. But yeah. besides, <laughs> besides that, I don't love it. What I really love is what I really love is when it crashes and then one survivor just stands up and goes like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was really dark. We did like I was going to clap anyways, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm not clapping for a little kid's choir after they're done in church. Everybody just sits oh, yeah. quiet. Like, what the hell? Like those little kids practice for months. Yeah. yeah, I know. But I appreciate the people that don't clap because it's like, I don't know. Be Wasn't fucking better, kids. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Wasn't Listen, that good. I always think being like a music teacher, being like a choir teacher would be so difficult because you get into it because you're like, I love Beethoven. And then they just butcher destroy the greatest music <laughs> yeah. of all time you'd be like the teacher from whiplash yeah yeah again <laughs> um so wait tell us about uh tell us about your podcast because uh it's awesome and everyone should listen to herstory yes. on the rocks yeah it's great we talk about good women bad women fictional women non-fictional women and we just i tell a story and serve katie a cocktail and then mm-hmm. she tells a story of another woman and serves me a cocktail and then we compare them yep and Wait, the, the like, women's story, the stories and the cocktails? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So like a themed cocktail for each for woman. Each one. So like one week we did, she did Bonnie Parker of Bonnie and Clyde and mm-hmm. I did Carmen Sandiego. I and then that. we like take it. Wait, and we're like, Carmen are- Sandiego was real? No, we do no. fictional, oh, okay. we do yeah. fictional yeah. women too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do lots of fake people because it's like, that's part of women's history. Like how they were portrayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like really like important. Time. We did like a little sex in the city episode too. <laughs> we did. Like we had our, her husband and my fiance watch the whole series. Oh my gosh! <laughs> really? The, to do that, we were like, so, you need to watch this. Wow! Stat. What were their, what were their opinions? <laughs> they liked it. They liked it. Um, my husband, my husband's a big, yeah, for sure. He's really, a, yeah, he's definitely a big. I married a big, and she Good married. Good for you. I married a Steve. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm marrying a Steve. I'm marrying a Steve. I know. I know. It's what's good their what, well. What's their vibe together? Because Big and Steve yeah. are not really like together much in the other. show. They love each other. Really? Well, because they also skateboard together. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Your husband skate? I have a mini ramp in my backyard. Yeah. I had a mini ramp growing up and they just built a mini ramp two blocks from my apartment. What? And we have a friend who he owns a fashion company now, but he's like an old skater. Yeah. And his wife is always like, you two got to get together and go yeah. shred that ramp. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I'm confused. I so, skated so much growing up. So I the yeah. characters Big and Steve actually skate on Sex and the City? Is that yeah, what you're yeah. They're pro. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but what would it be like if they hung out? I imagine that Big would like get Steve up to a suite at like a Knicks game. And oh, he, yeah. And, like, Steve would just be going crazy. Yeah. Steve Steve's just like, I don't know, maybe like you could come on down. We, we need a new center. You know, yeah. you come on yeah. down to the courts. Why don't you come down to the Blossom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Thank you. That was good. would be unintentionally like look down on Steve. He would like mm. treat him poorly, but not on purpose. Yeah. I don't think yeah, Steve yeah, yeah, yeah. would. Re- I don't think Steve would realize that no. he was being treated yeah. poorly. Yeah. But like think- when he calls Carrie kid, it's like yeah, yeah. You're unintentionally. He called like, sport. Politically. Sport. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm on hey, sport. Do you want to come down to the Knicks game with me tonight? So yeah. Like, yeah. I also yeah. feel like they probably would have an energy where, like, when um, when Elaine and George hang out and they only yes. talk about Jerry, they'd just be looking at each other, being like, "So." What's Carrie like? Yeah. And he's like, so how's Miranda? And then they just like stare forward. Oh my yeah. gosh. Um, have, so, they, have they seen each other yet? Uh, Steve and Big, no. no. Yeah. Not they, up to this I season. I don't even think they, they are in the same room until like the first movie, actually. Yeah. Mm. They don't spend time together. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, I, that's gonna I know. I'm they're in the sorry. same room. <laughs> Man. You guys said spoilers don't matter. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Spoilers, yeah. Are, spoilers are So, so tell us more about her story. I, I would love to hear uh, your favorite women that you have discovered through doing in this podcast some favorite cocktails okay so favorite discoveries Mm -hmm. are a little bit harder my favorite person is princess diana for sure and i covered her forever (laughs) which is great because that's the episode that i like pulled up of you guys today Mm -hmm. and i remember at the beginning you were like this is a dream that we get to talk about princess diana and you talk about cinderella too Mm -hmm. she did cinderella but you were like the princess diana thing is my favorite one ever right yeah she's saving her favorite girl she won't do it Mm -hmm. do you know can you say who it is? Yeah, uh, my favorite is Audrey Hepburn. Oh yeah, nice. I'm just, I've been obsessed with her since I was a kid. So, but I'm very intimidated to do her. Yeah, she's yeah. A badass, like especially in her early years. So, mm. yeah, so I'm nervous to do her. But my one of my favorite ones we've done recently is Molly Brown, the unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah, yeah. 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 speaking of the Titanic, she <laughs> survived, and she was like this amazing philanthropist who like did all these cool things and like performed the criminal like juvenile criminal justice system and drove ambulances in France and. World War One, and like no one gives her credit. They're like, oh yeah, she was some gold miner from like Colorado who struck big and then almost didn't almost died on the Titanic, but didn't. Wow. <laughs> right. wow. And that's who uh doesn't Kathy Bates portray her? Yes, she does. Okay. She yeah. actually looks like her. Yeah, she oh, really yeah. does. And um, and she so I made a cocktail for her. It was called um Maggie Takes Manhattan, because she actually went by Maggie Brown, never Molly. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so yeah. I just did like a twist on a Manhattan. So oh, I nice. uh, put like Goldschlager in it because I she would, Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Same brand. Which we had because we did Jenna Jameson once. And <laughs> I covered Jenna Jameson. <laughs> People like, did not like that episode. People were like, really? we're supposed to be doing respectable women. And I was like, we can do whoever like, well, she's yeah, not like, what, what, yeah. what were your takes on her? Because who well, did she marry? Well, I had marry? to do didn't a lot marry? of research. <laughs> did yeah. she marry an MMA fighter or something like yes. that? Or a boxer? And then, yeah, yeah, and then now she she's get, married to a Jewish guy. Yeah, and she, she did converted get a little, like Charlotte in the future. Yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. Does Charlotte also do zombie pornography in the yes, future like, she like Jenna James believe it like, or not crazy mm-hmm. that's the twist in the movie oh nice Charlotte's I mean, been a porn actress the whole time oh no way <laughs> well, porn actresses are some of the only women who statistically make more in their job than men so yeah. that's like, a yeah. little feminist twist and she started a, a whole like business off of it because she was at the beginning of like the internet craze yeah, right. yeah. so like she made a shit ton of money yeah. mm. I was talking to a friend who he's a he's a book agent and so one of his 
one of his like people he represents just wrote a book on women and internet pornography. Mm -hmm. And they talked a lot about how there's so many women that become entrepreneurs because the way that streaming and stuff has been set up is that a lot of, a lot of performers make like sometimes like $5,000 off Mm -hmm. of what they make off of streaming. Mm. But then they capitalize on that by like, getting deals with other places and like getting out of the industry and making money off of how they are known now. Mm-hmm. But he was like, it actually becomes a very entrepreneurial thing. Mm-hmm. And like the business side of it is like pretty predatory on them. And yeah. then they kind of like start something out after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But we just like to bring their stories out. Cause like she's a very complicated person and she's very like controversial, especially cause she did make some fucked up remarks on, on Twitter oh, like yeah, a couple yeah, years some ago. Racial remarks. Which okay. I'd like bring up and <laughs> But yeah, so what we your, like to bring them out. What does your research process look like when you're researching these women? Ooh, we do a lot of like Wikipedia, unfortunately, uh-huh. and, and just like YouTube, YouTube videos, documentaries, yes. okay. other um, people's podcasts. Yeah, books if we have them, uh-huh. um, articles, but it yeah. It took a lot of time. Yeah, and we yeah. do an episode every week. Wow. So, so we're up late. Yeah. Maybe. And Allie has two children, so I don't know how you do that. Oh <laughs> That's you. amazing. What's your, did you guys, have, were you ever bartenders? Or are you just like into cocktails? Do you, how do you do research for that? We're amateur historians and professional drinkers. That's what we <laughs> I love that. Um, I love that. I did work in restaurants for a long time. And okay. I was actually, I was talking to she's, Molly and Kylie about this. She's uh, a barista. I was a, a professional barista, like went to school for it and everything. Really? And, yeah. and uh, but when I was 15, I worked in a Mexican restaurant in my neighborhood and for Cinco de Maya, they're like, Katie, need to get behind the bar. So that was my first time making margaritas. And now I do it all the time <laughs> just for fun. That's wow. great. Now, uh, when you did the Sex in the City episode for mm-hmm. the podcast, one of the cocktails obviously would have been the Cosmo, right? Yes. Correct. What was the other cocktail? <laughs> it was like a big drink. It was for like big. It was, just, it was just, yeah, I think yeah, it was just whiskey scotch. or like scotch, like okay. on the rocks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I like that. It was that. like one was for the boy and one was for the yeah. Yeah. Awesome. ladies. It was just driven to you by a guy in a black car. He yep. just drives up and hands it Roll. Roll. Roll delivers. Yeah. What, what was your ex- exposure like to Sex and the City? How did you all become fans of the show? This is kind of interesting. Yeah. So we're both from like really like right wing conservative families Um, Mm. and that has changed for us not for our families and um so I never watched it until way after it aired. I got married very, very young because, you know, you're supposed to wait to have sex. And um, then I miscarried twice, like right away. Mm. And I was like super sad. And I was like, I just need to do the girl thing that like I didn't get to do. So I'm like laying in bed and I'm like, I'm going to watch Sex in the City thinking it's just going to be easy. And I just laid around all day and drank. Well, I'm a teacher, so I was off in the summer. So I'm mm. laying around all day drinking, watching Sex in the City. And then I get to season four and I'm like bawling. Cause yeah. I'm like with Charlotte. I'm yeah. like heart to heart. Like this girl's going through exactly what I went through and mm. her friends are pregnant and like, fuck this, this mm-hmm. sucks. And it was like life changing because I felt like they understood me. So yeah. I started it with like a, I'm going to do this to be a girly girl. And mm-hmm. then it became like my therapy. Yeah. Wow. Mm. My story's not so serious. Um, <laughs> I, I went to this, you know, really tiny, very conservative Christian high school. And uh, 
they don't have any sex ed or anything like that. So I would catch episodes of Sex and the City on the WB. So they were very, very censored. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'd get kind of like a rough idea. And I really liked the show. And then I saw a book about it in Barnes and Noble one time because I was just watching it like secretly in my room at night. Mm-hmm. And I opened up the book. And the first thing I saw was like, bam, like a giant picture of the rabbit vibrator. <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, this is Sex in the City. Like, this is uh, what happens because they just cut all that yeah, shit out. Of course. <laughs> Samantha just like doesn't exist in the WB version yeah. of the show. Yeah, that's what uh, I remember when they did the deal with Bravo to do Sopranos and Sex in the City on Mm -hmm. Bravo. And I remember at the time people were like, how are they going to do it? Yeah. uh, But um, but I was a Sopranos fan at the time, but not Sex and the City. But I feel like it'd be easier to do the Sopranos. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Even Sex. Also, they share so many of the same extras. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I just watched oh, all the, the Sopranos. That Ooh. makes sense because it yeah. was it was shooting in New Jersey and New York at the yep. same exact you time. You can pull the yep. all the boys. Director probably. Yeah. 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 That's funny. And Casey was getting my fiance was getting very mad at me because I was like, that guy sold Carrie a hot dog in season five. <laughs> <laughs> Stop was it the it. guy I in the hot this. dog outfit? No. <laughs> the same Not the Blimpies yeah. guy. <laughs> but that's probably true. Like you see, there's one thing that we love is that you see all these like New York actor and comedians, mm-hmm. but that was like their first role. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Todd Berry and Tony Hale. And oh, Jim yeah. Again, mm-hmm. like they're all in the early seasons of the show is just yeah. big parts. You're nobody. Oh, yeah. Bradley you Cooper. Yeah. Bradley mm-hmm. Cooper. Yeah. Well, like, today we're watching season four, episode 15, mm-hmm. uh, A Change of Address. Address. Are you all familiar with this? Oh, one? yeah. We are. <laughs> Oh, I heard we're in for a treat. Yes, you are. It's it's a big one. It's a very big one. Either it has to do with Carrie moving or wedding dress, perhaps? A change of address, yeah. Or maybe... Maybe there's something in there with like Abraham Lincoln. That's true. <laughs> Change of a Gettysburg address. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Four, <laughs> four score and, and seven cocks ago. Got it. <laughs> yes. How did you guess? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to watch the episode and we'll be back. All right. Uh, let's do it. Episode 63 Change of Address. Carrie freaks out about marrying Aiden. Charlotte takes tap classes and has a meltdown during the T for two number when she realizes she isn't ready to be alone after her divorce. Miranda must feign excitement when she learns her baby's sex. Samantha finds out Richard is seeing other women and pushes him to be more monogamous with her. And now, back to the boys. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back. Oh. My goodness, that, that episode. Very, Can very you even good. believe it? Yeah. Change. So, it, like, it's such are, a bait and switch episode in yes. so many ways. Mm-hmm. I, I so want to know, ways. are they done? Are yeah. they done done? That's it. That's They're, it. That's it. So the, uh-huh. We see him like, what, one, uh, one tw- more, two more, two times. more times in the whole what? series. That's it. That's crazy. Yeah. No more Eden. No closure. And then the second movie, but nobody wants to talk about no. that. Oh, man. Could you imagine if she like she like went up to the wall and like pushed open the hole in the wall and did some shiny? I thought he was yeah. going to do some Here's scary. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to get married. If that was a Samantha storyline, there would have been weird glory hole action. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know who you have scheduled for the next one? Because they should know something about New York real estate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> we should get Bowery Boys on or someone. That yeah, yeah. Know, or oh, you someone should. we know that knows a ton about New York history and real estate and stuff. Yeah. That is interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Thanks for the tip. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anytime. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, um, yeah, I mean, 
There was uh, they packed a lot of emotion in that one. Yes, they did with yeah. everyone. Very yeah. good acting. So I mean, the, everyone's like, so vulnerable. The through line, I think, what Carrie wrote about, wrote about is: Are we programmed for to want certain things? Mm-hmm. And they explored uh, what society tells you to want versus what the individual women want throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. So Carrie's, of course, was marriage to Aiden. He wanted that. Uh, her friends, Charlotte, particularly wants that for Carrie, but it may not be what she wanted. Um, Samantha's of course was the monogamy with Richard, uh, Charlotte's was, I'm not really sure what Charlotte's was like getting over her divorce and, yeah. and kind well, of, like, yeah, everybody yeah. was telling her to slow down. Slow and down. She was okay. saying, I want to get back out. There. I want to just get back out there. Yeah. And then lastly, Miranda's of course was the excitement of having a, a child that yeah. she had to, she had to fake her excitement. Right. Uh, with the, you don't know how real that is. Really? Every time you're pregnant, the question Boy or girl, are you excited? Really? It's really? always the question. Yeah. There, is there a judgment on that too of like, or just, they're just curious. There's like, just not a good answer. Cause yeah. I also think that it's you're a like weird like, thing yeah. about motherhood that like every woman should be like, this is the best thing that's ever happened yeah. to me. Yeah. Some women really, really love being pregnant. Some women really hate it, but yeah. like are excited when the baby comes, like everyone reacts to it differently, but everyone wants you to react like how everyone was treating Miranda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, and I think as, as a, as a white man, I think there's like, <laughs> there's something we will just never understand about Mm -hmm. pregnancy. I mean, I know that sounds incredibly obvious, but the fact that we can't even, we would never be able to produce that or never, we don't have the ability. I think there's a lot of internal workings in women that are just different. Right. And it makes you feel like less of a woman. And I think that's how Miranda was feeling like, Mm. God, like I don't have that like mother gene, like Carrie's mm-hmm. like, I don't have the bride gene. She's like, why am I not as excited as everyone wants me to be right now? Yeah. And she just had to come to it in her own time. I think everyone was about timing too. Yeah. yeah. Cause Samantha's kind of dealing with mm-hmm. the opposite. Mm-hmm. She, her expectations for herself are to not be monogamous. Right. And then she was feeling like she wanted to be monogamous. So she was kind of mad at herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like that snuck up on her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, um, because of uh, social media and actually just seeing other people's posts, I feel like I've seen way more women talk more openly about, because like, unless I read like a kit magazine about having kids, right. I would have never heard or read anything about postpartum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they don't subscribe to Parents Magazine? I do. It's a great <laughs> magazine. It's great. Um, but I feel like through watching other people's posts when they have kids and then a lot of people are like, I want to be honest about mm-hmm. how I felt during the pregnancy or like, and so, and I don't know if there would be a place for everyone to understand that if it weren't for like Facebook mm-hmm. or like social media. Cause mm-hmm. I've seen lots of my friends that have had kids and been like, here's like what it was actually like, or here's what I was actually yeah. going through. Um, which I find interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I hate kids. <laughs> I have two and I'm a teacher and I hate yeah. children. I was like, you're yeah. all the I'll time. Put that out there. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, well, what, who should we start with first? Uh, Let's start with Charlotte. You want to go through, you already did the flyover. I yeah. did the flyover. Yeah. That's kind of, that's actually kind of the sign of a good episode. Yeah. When this, you, when it's not yeah. plot driven and it's yeah. just like, yeah. bam, bam, bam. I mean, you this know? episode yeah. had such a strong through line. Are we programmed to want certain things? Mm-hmm. And, and it was really well done in every single story. Yeah. Totally. I want to start with Charlotte's because I think it was probably the weakest and I'd love yeah. to understand that one a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. She was curly hair, Charlotte, at the beginning. I love that. That. Oh yeah, and her hair's a little bit more wild. I yeah. didn't really notice that. When I was, it was like kind of big. It was like, oh yeah, like was that when they were at down. the dinner? At the, at yeah, the, with Susan 
and Sharon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They, oh. Doing her again. That was actually great. She was doing some great background acting mm-hmm. because that was one of the first times that I noticed, like as she's talking, Charlotte's face is definitely like, what the fuck? Yep. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And she, usually yeah. it's not her friends aren't like privy to the fact that it's like, eh. mm-hmm. yep. so that now that I look at the end of the episode, I'm like, Oh, they were setting that up the whole time. Like yep. people are starting to realize. Aiden did some good stuff there too. When yes, like Susan did. Sharon was like, you're not even wearing around your neck. Is that what people are doing? And she's like, Oh, it's close to my heart. And she pats Aiden on the chest and he kind of like, does this, he pats his chest and then he kind of does this little smirk. Just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Like he, he did, which wow. I think it's probably, one of the hardest things in acting is to be in like a scene with six people and you're like, well, I'm not doing anything. So right. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sit there and look forward. But he did some good, like you could telegraph what happens for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Charlotte's Actually, being really cool too. Like yeah, her she friend was. is having a baby and mm-hmm. she can't have one. And her other friend is getting married and all she's getting a divorce and she's yeah. not making it about herself. This, Carrie yeah. should take a note out of her book. Yes. yes thank you. Yes, totally. That's, yeah. This is why I think Charlotte's character is so interesting too, because like she is the one that's set up for the biggest storybook thing mm-hmm. and it all falls apart for her at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. pretty hilarious when she said to Miranda she's like are you excited because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else I mean she just gets so pumped about things I know yeah, uh, she, she's a very good friend then. Yeah. yeah she ends up with the best uh, yeah, significant other well, though, and they so. just keep so kind of really? her, like a lot of curveballs and Michael Patrick King said that originally he wanted to make them both pregnant at the same time mm. Miranda and Charlotte but then he was like I don't know if we have no storylines for that yeah. and, then, wow. and then the Kristen Davis was like I'm not going to be pregnant. Like Charlotte's not going to have a baby. And he was like, not, no. (laughs) She's Uh, like, oh my God. And she was so sad for her character. Totally. Oh man. I I think, I do think Samantha had to, had the best diss on, on Charlotte in this episode. (laughs) Cause like usually Samantha's disses are so like punny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But she was just like, when they were talking about being depressed, she's like, you could just take tap with Bojangles over there. It was so good. It wasn't a pun. It was, it was just, such a good just roast. A good, it was fun. good oh. fastball right across let the chest. Past. Let's uh-huh. let's. Here's the the good thing. All right, if you're going through a divorce or going through a breakup, it's good. You get an activity. You mm-hmm. go around other people. You yeah. go do something. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the majority of uh, Zog sports teams <laughs> are people that just moved to New York, or they're just like. Trying to make some new people. Well, it's the same yeah. deal about like improv classes. Yeah. It's like oh, beginning of the year, yeah. everyone's like, I don't know. I just want to learn what it's like to, you know, brainstorm and be in front of people. Can you imagine Charlotte in an improv oh, class? Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> I want to see so Miranda good. at her corporate law, like offsite, having to go do a UCB class yeah. or something yeah. like that. Oh, Miranda. Like, Come on, Miranda, throw out, a, throw out an initiation. What yeah. do you think? <laughs> I, I will say there's always a weak fourth storyline. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this happens to be weak. But I will say that was a good they it kind of came around to the end of like all right there's a little bit of emotional weight there and it's comedic it's like we've already had all the stuff so i was like that was kind of a cool way to tie it together rather than her just like flirting with a new boy Mm -hmm. thing or whatever Mm -hmm. i like it's like that's that was really funny and also it was like a i don't know wrapped up a kind of weak story yeah and this thematically how it was like she's alone again Mm -hmm. just flips out on people and then 
it yeah it just tied up a whole bunch of stuff and that's then the like woman the turned song around. that's playing is T for two and like yeah. she's like oh god like was, I'm a one oh, yeah <laughs> also funny. the music was really good in this one because then they like revisit that song yeah. when like Carrie's putting the lotion on herself mm-hmm. and like the music wow. is just mm. getting better they yeah. did a good job because there's a lot of time one of our other guests Elliot Glazer brought up mm-hmm. that like the background music is so terrible oh sometimes yeah. where the beginning, yes. it's just like weird spa music or something yeah. and this uh, one you're right it felt balanced it felt like a price of right yeah yeah <laughs> while Miranda's just crying or yeah. yeah they this one felt it felt like it's cinematic the mm-hmm. way the whole thing was put together with was, music yeah. and the way it was shot and everything I would say the two the long shot with Carrie and Miranda with all the people walking, around yeah. and it was like yeah. very it was very like far back zoomed in so mm-hmm. I, I don't I think those were all some of them yeah. might have been real New Yorkers by the yeah. end of the series they were like we cannot just shut down New York all the time yeah. so you can see because some people like have their phones out and they're like what's going on yeah. and like they're staring at them because they just stopped shutting down the streets after yeah. a while because yeah so they were New Yorkers like, <laughs> it did not seem like a set up shot no and i liked that one and then and then cinematic i thought like the the last scene which Uh, we'll talk about the scene uh, but just from a directorial standpoint yeah it was very like it was good. I also like when Charlotte just slowly left the tap room and you yeah. just see her yeah. in the mirror, the mirror. Like, in your tap shoes. And she would have high heel tap shoes right. too. I know. Like, nobody <laughs> else in there is wearing high heel tap yeah. shoes. I would love to ask some questions and deviate a little bit from our normal structure and ask the two of you yeah. from your research that you did when you did Sex and the City on your podcast, mm-hmm. what were some cool facts or some information that you may have learned that the average Sex and the City viewer may not know? Ooh. I don't know. See, that's the thing. I literally did no research. I've just seen the show seven times through and have been obsessed with it forever. Yeah, we sat and did a lot of talking. And I mean, you know, there's obviously, we talked a lot about the girls and how they are. What what you guys talk about, they are Mm -hmm. Carrie's like like counterparts. Mm -hmm. And um, what's the name of the box thing? Like the good... Oh, the chaotic good, yeah, good. lawful good, lawful good. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's fun. I know the facts like when they jump out at me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like while I'm watching it, which drives Casey crazy. Do you you remember your drinks that you made for them for your episode? Cosmo and just like scotch. Oh, that's right, Cosmo and scotch. Uh Just straight up. We had to do a Cosmo. Yeah, you can't not. Yeah, but but yeah, that's the thing. Like the facts that I have in my head just kind of come to me in the moment yeah <laughs> it's funny i was going to, when we first started we were going to do way more trivia and then i would like look around and then i'm like oh there's kind of like this like trough on the internet of sex in the city things and then yeah everyone pulls from the same yeah thing yeah. like on on imdb yeah. and wikipedia and after that i'm like oh yeah yeah, yeah one good thing from the book though is that capote duncan is a big character in the book yeah that's i read what, the book yeah hell yeah <laughs> yeah hell yeah so yes. you that will, was does really he exciting. duncan heads over here yeah. uh-huh i know you love him <laughs> couple capotes yeah <laughs> Coyote Duncan. Coyote Duncan. Coyote. That's my fanfic. Oh my gosh. Right there. Him in he the bar, Coyote he's Ugly. He's a werewolf. Like, yeah. Yeah, or is yeah. he running drugs? Coyote yes. Ugly. He owns yeah. Coyote Ugly, but he's also a werewolf, so he Ooh. turns into a coyote at a full moon. He reverts think, back gosh. to an animal. I think he's him? smuggling illegals into the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Under the border wall. Yeah. He actually yeah. has a really good heart. He really yeah. he really works for passion, yeah. passionate about immigrant rights. Yeah. Yeah. 500 bucks, you can get a visa. Exactly. But he's like kind of, yeah, he's kind of I want to become a citizen tonight. (laughs) I did find out while I was researching that you're going to see a baby later on in the series and it's SJP's actual baby. Yeah, I heard heard Mm -hmm. that comes up at some point. Um, Let's do, unless we were, unless we need to do more Charlotte, we should talk about Miranda because uh, 
pretty iconic. I mean, this seems like people have been saying Magna comes Magna comes back. Magda. 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 And now we're like, we're like, oh, this is like they've had her before. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, okay. Like yeah. I feel like there's gonna be some plots with her. She too. has a great story arc. Like yeah, at the she beginning, does. she's like switching out her vibrators for right. like Mary statues. Yeah. <laughs> and by the end, Miranda's last scene, I won't tell you what it is, but her last scene is with Magda and it's very emotional. Oh, of this series. Man. It's yeah. really? very like very good. Aww, As Miranda awesome. opens up, like Magda uh, becomes so much more that's important. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So she's not going anywhere. So that's perfect. So I, <laughs> I, I love like it. That's the too. dream for an actor. It's yeah. Just like you you crush it so hard that they're like we got to use this person again yeah you know that's why jj came back yeah they were like yeah you're really good at playing this character yeah, yeah. like right. character Can you mm -hmm. which is interesting back? he's like oh thanks and he comes in and you're like so you can't get it up with samantha he's like oh man, man. Come yeah. on. i'm happy to be back but yeah what about sweet you're what about sweet lips over there right. what yeah. a nightmare yeah to try and to buy pictures of spider-man yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they have, there's three people that were back then. Susan, Sharon, JJ, and Magda were all, mm -hmm. back, yep. mm -hmm. were all back, back this episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. They have I, to use Magda to explain why Miranda can work a million hours while she has a baby. Like, yeah. right. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had to yeah. bring somebody back. Her apartment's always like clean and minimalist. Yeah. But very homey at the same mm -hmm. time. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Miranda's storyline was my favorite. Really? I, I, I think so. I think she just like, Cynthia Nixon just does such <laughs> a great class. job. And her... So her thing that she's going through, like her uh, programmed desires were all internal mm -hmm. and it was just one person. So it like, wasn't like she had to, uh, someone to act against. It was her wrestling with the excitement. And sure, there was like the person doing the, the sonogram and, and Magda and Charlotte, but her her like faces and her way of processing that when she said she was going to strain her neck. Oh, yeah. I was just like blown away by how how great of a job she did. Yeah. yeah. Her you scene really in the bathroom yeah. at the end is oh perfect. Oh my God. God it yeah. was so she good. She feels the baby kick. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like, that's incredible. Yeah, she yeah. had a full arc in this episode mm -hmm. alone. She really did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was really great. And then her being with Carrie at the dress shop, oh. like all of that. Oh my her, gosh. Her just acting it, was really it. funny. Like it, when, even before the rip, when they were doing the whole back and forth, like lying to the lady about why they were doing it. That was it. hilarious. Oh and then she was like a lot of Wall Streeters and like did the little money sign with her hand. Cynthia Nixon is just so next level. The honeymooners are like two people that were just like, you yeah, know, like, yeah, like a really little funny. vaudeville act, like yeah. in this dress shop. Yeah. yeah. I love, is this a lesbian wedding? Yeah. <laughs> the second that they came out, the second that they came out of the dressing room, I was like, oh, the, this has been so funny. I was like, she's going to cry. She didn't cry. No. But she, she had, a, had, had a rash. But I was like, I was like, I was pretty engrossed in the whole, like, yeah. this is really funny. And then I'm like, they wouldn't just lead us no. in here for nothing. Yeah. And then right after that is when she started freaking also, out. Also, the panic attack. I had to buy that dress then. Yeah. yeah. They the said yeah. something about it Later, being in a dumpster. Later, she says it's by a dumpster. By the tasty yeah. delight. Did she steal it? Either they I stole it or they away. paid for it. I think they paid for it because they ripped it, out, it. ripped it open. Yeah. Also, did she must have come back and, like, put them in those dresses. It was like, you yeah. cannot get into a wedding dress. On yeah. yeah. Oh, they're so heavy. And like the yeah, buttons. There's a billion buttons. Yeah. It made me wonder if like those kind of dresses, if someone would get married in one of those today, kind of as right. a, like almost as an ironic glamorous thing. Like yeah. that Beyonce picture she took of her, that the picture she took of her when she was pregnant with twins and oh, yes. with a flower background. And yep. it was like kind of a 60s-ish kind of Fine. dress and like yeah. lacy and stuff like that. They yeah. actually, they did a pretty good job though being like, like even when they came out, I was like, man, that's not even retro. That's like, yeah. that yeah. is like, <laughs> yeah, that's like a step 
just just cheesy enough that it's like that that look ain't never right. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that something that women do? Do women go trying really bad wedding dresses? Have um, you have you heard, yes, heard of this? Like, yeah. But it's very inappropriate to do it at like a small bridal shop like that. Yeah. Because that's her job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> do it at David's. Right. Exactly. Like, Go to the Walmart of dresses. Exactly. Don't do it where like somebody's getting commissioned. Yeah. Well, because my uncle's making my wedding dress, but I still wanted to like Whoa. go to the thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I went and like did the dress thing. Um, but yeah, I just felt bad like going into like a really nice one yeah, and being like, course, I'm not sure. gonna buy anything and yeah. I know it. <laughs> I'm going to waste your time all exactly. But that has to be baked into the price of the wedding dress, right? Like they know a lot of people are doing so. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, say, I'll say this. When I was engaged, broke mm-hmm. it off, and I, I suffer from uh, eczema. Me and Kim Kardashian do. And uh, and usually it's just like on my hands or whatever. I have to mm-hmm. use lotion. But when Secret we were engaged behavior. and we were at peak, peak, um, just like in the carry camp, mm-hmm. I got eczema on my <gasps> eyelids no. and and it was crazy because like if you itched your eyes it would like crack Ooh. and it was it was nuts and then that's never happened since and at the time it i didn't put it together mm-hmm. but i was like it was totally a psychosomatic stress yeah. wow. so you seeing carrie like i knew exactly what she's going through yeah and, she, <laughs> and uh yeah it was it was interesting that's watching crazy. that did you did you relate more to carrie or more to aiden or was your story different I related more to Aiden. Okay. Because he want like I, I actually we've we've posted a bunch of Aiden hate the past few weeks on Instagram just because mm-hmm. we're like goofing on him. Mm-hmm. But I really, 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 really sympathized with his last scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like just that the fight scene at the fountain. Yeah. Yeah. Be, because there's a sort of thing like we've talked about it. What's it uh the there's a book that is called uh Safe Haven. Mm. And it's oh, like yeah. a person's like you like your partner should be your safe haven and you can just tell like he she cheated on him yeah. and i get that she can compl- complain about that but you really feel for someone that like he sees all those signs like the ring thing and all those things and he never is an asshole and is just like you fucking don't want to be with me but yeah. he's like registering all that stuff yeah. and at the end when he asked her i was like oh man i just felt for him mm-hmm. i kind of turned on him there a little bit because they had the talk before which i will say like she realized she was like i never should have said yes mm-hmm. and so that is a total carry thing you know but then they had that talk he was very gracious during the talk but then it was classic aiden to like keep pushing it yeah let's yeah. do it now and then he was like then she was like, we talked. And he goes, yeah, I like you talked and I listened. Yeah, that's like, okay, pretty well, passive aggressive. That's, that's yeah. pretty passive aggressive bait and switch on somebody to be like, yeah, we had that conversation, but now I'm saying how I feel. I yeah. would I would be against him doing that if he hadn't left her at the end, because that's him just being like, do you want to do it or not? Yeah. True. And then he's like, and he's like, all right, I'm done with this relationship. Yeah. yeah. I guess my whole thing speaks yeah. in that scene. His silence. It does. Totally speaks through because he is yelling. And then she says, who else would I want to be with? Oh, and and just the, the dead silence mm. is like, you want to be with big. Yeah. yeah. And because like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like after you have that conversation, what do you do? Just wait two months. And then you're just like, yeah. So right. like that's her sentence. You set up scheduled checkpoints. Yeah. 
You say, yeah. I mean, he did say six months. Yeah, he, it's been three did. months. Where are you? Where are you at with this? Yeah. I don't know. I, I I agree. I was more in Corey's camp. Like I felt bad for him. Yeah, I did. But too. I don't think the right way of approaching that was is to be like, let's go get married. Let's go to Vegas. Like, let's do that. Especially <laughs> after the and I talk get that he's with, trying to uncover the problem between the two of them. But yeah. I just thought I didn't appreciate the Especially way. Especially after she said which year. Oh my yeah, gosh. Totally. Yeah. Which totally. year? But yeah. then he it, and and like good on him in the first talk for saying like. All right, you need some time. Yeah, and uh, and I think like I am a person that in hard discussions like that, it's hard for me to like make a snap judgment. I need to kind of come back yeah. after that. Mm-hmm. So I I get that in that thing he might have been like, okay, cool, let's get some time. But right. I still feel like it was the wrong thing to after be like come after saying which year fine we need some time then to come back and be like nope let's get on a plane now let's do it we'll just do it now yeah. it'll be over. And if you're not into that, fine. I disagree because I think that. It's like technically wrong. This is like, it's technically him being like, yeah, he shouldn't have done that, but he, she doesn't want to be with him. He I know. knows that. Yeah. So what he's doing yeah. is he's saying like, he, she doesn't want to get married in six months and he knows that. And yeah. instead of him being like saying that he's just being like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to test this. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and so he's just, that's his way of being like, I get it. She doesn't want to be with me. And he's putting her to the line, and then yeah. and yeah. getting on That's, with his life so he can move on. I might, right. I might join your side. I just, uh, uh, it's I, like, I, no, no, no. I, I join your side in what you're saying. I think the actual behavior was wrong. Like I think that the actual behavior is wrong, but then it all worked out how it's supposed to. Yeah, mm. the behavior is wrong, but that's like in a difficult, like. It, Basically, what he was saying was like, do you want to be with me or not? And she's like, no. And he's like, all right, now I can move on. And you just process that mm-hmm. through like the complicated human way. Right. Of, But I think what he was reaching for was like wanting to be with someone who really wants to be with him. Yeah. And she doesn't. She yeah. doesn't. I just still think it's shitty to say, not maybe not shitty, but I think it's like they're both in hard places. I think Carrie's in the places she never should have never said yes. Oh mm-hmm. no, absolutely not. She's and, and, and I'm not standing up for her there. I just think when you've had this thing the day before, mm-hmm. you're yeah. basically going back on what you just said. He is. And it, I mean, it kind of sucks too, because he, it, it, he actually is a good, he's a good boyfriend. Yeah, like, right? I mean, he is standing there at this black and white dinner with her friends. Like, Oh, Samantha, you should fuck that guy. Like, yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> he here's, here's your sodas. Yeah. 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 Your drinks. Your sody. Yeah. yeah. He's the only one we see do that of all the guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To actually hang with the other girls. Mm-hmm. I think overall he is in a bad position and is in the right. I just right. think the way that thing went down, it's like, it's like when someone comes in guns blazing Mm -hmm. and it's like what is your problem and it's like overall they're right it's just the way that he did it there i don't Mm -hmm. agree with. yeah well and they've also been like dropping the breadcrumbs the past couple episodes that like they're not a great match you know like in the last episode the all that glitters i think that was the last one you guys watched right yeah 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 and you know it's like yeah he just kind of wants to hang out with a bucket of fried chicken and rub his belly and like you know (laughs) and then even the getting in the shower thing there was like granted that is a thing of living together Mm -hmm. but it was less like Hey, let's take a shower. Like, hey, whatever. Yeah. And like, uh, or you know, being sweet. Like, he, would, over he, was like, he was like, get out of your cupcake. Drywall's coming in ten yeah. minutes. Yeah, you want to go to yeah. Maui and drink some mai tai? Yeah. Can you can you not be dirty when the drywall guy comes? Yeah. Like, the drywall. <laughs> You're gonna do construction. Yeah. yeah. One of you guys said in that scene, you were like, he doesn't get her at all. Yeah. yeah. They're just, it's not a great match. And no. perfectly juxtaposed against mm-hmm. like get in the shower with Samantha. And, oh my gosh. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I, I do think it was a pretty good looking back, you know, when you have like intense breakup conversations mm-hmm. and then you're like, it was really the two things that stuck out were the, well, the fucking ring thing 
was that's the first time he acknowledged like he let her do that, but he that means he noticed it the whole time. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, you don't even have the fucking ring. Mm-hmm. And he's not a big sweary guy. Yeah. No, and neither is Carrie. And when she just goes, Oh shit. Yeah. Because like, yeah. that's the thing with SJP too, is like she did she was like, I want the my character's cursing to be like intentional. That's yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Minimal really cursing. Right. No I don't want to be naked. I don't want to swear. Yeah. Well, no. get off HBO. Yeah. yeah. You can see why the other girls got a little bitter. Yeah. 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 But when he said when he's like is it because I said, will you, ma- will you Maui oh, me? Oh, that was a yeah. sweet I was moment. like, oh, that's I like, this, yeah. that's, a, that's a little. I like that she acknowledged it. She said, thank you for making a joke right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that was very kind of you. Yeah. Yeah. But boy, I can't believe. I know. I can't over. believe Big I, Head's over. So, uh, I didn't really. Yeah. When it was like he moved out. Yeah. I, the next day. Because yep. the, 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 they get like they cuddle back up and you're like, okay, everything's going to work out. Like, like, I know. They drop the hammer. Over, mm-hmm. like, wow. So what happens? Well, this is, I think, what's probably next episode is real estate stuff. Yeah. Now it's like they he bought he, her he apartment. And the one next to well, it. Well, he yeah. owns both he of them? He owns yeah. both of them. Oh, and there's a hole. Now there's a hole. and Dude. That is going to be tough. But what about Richard? We got to get to Richard. Oh, yeah. Richard 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 and Samantha. So how are you guys feeling about him now? Because I know you're very excited about him in the beginning. (laughs) And and, uh, I I have no problem with the guy. I think he's great still. Like, so... He's being who he says that's he is. The, yeah, he exactly. Not, that's he said, true. that's not me. Not, yep. Yeah, yeah, he's not portrayed himself to and, be monogamous at all. Yep. And, and, uh, and I think there's like some communication there, but I think Samantha probably presented herself as what he is season Samantha yeah. also. So he's, I don't think he's necessarily doing anything terribly wrong right now. He's like, no. I don't want to be monogamous. When we met, you don't want to be monogamous. Why don't we just be ourselves right. and continue on this good path well, but they both say like the same things like why can't things just stay the way that they are yeah Carrie yeah. and Aiden say it and Samantha and Richard say it right it's like it's why can't we just keep things time mm-hmm. yeah it's like yeah it's it just never can be that way what are your thoughts on on Richard what is the female perspective so I Richard would really really intimidate me mm-hmm. and that would be a struggle for me because one thing Katie has labeled me as a Miranda Samantha yeah whereas like obviously I couldn't be a Samantha because of my upbringing but, like, <laughs> that's the way I am with my friends so like I want to be with an equal who would challenge me so I think mm-hmm. for Samantha he's good mm-hmm. but it's intimidating her I end up hating him yeah. by the end of the series. We yeah. heard more stuff that happens. Yeah, but at yeah. first I was like, yes, this is it. She's yeah. met her match. That's what we thought. Yeah. Because you guys had that. the rooftop dance. Rooftop, pool rooftop scene, dance. Yeah, it was so great. It was yeah. romantic. And he That's was like, this is not all about scene. sex, even though we've like yeah. said what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they edited the Twin Towers out of the background of that scene. No mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Wow. Because it this season was filmed before 9 11 and then aired after. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So wait, have. Okay, so what timeline is this taking place in in Sex in the City time? Uh, they never brought it up about that. Uh, we know the the well. When did America American Pie two come out? Because that yeah, poster's in the yeah. background. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, like that. Like I'm I don't think it. they brought up that it was a different time. It's supposed to be the same timeline, but yeah. then could never bring up nine eleven. However, the last episode of this. Season it's kind of like a love letter. It's a New love York. letter to it's New called York. called I Heart New York. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah, but it was filmed before. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. American Pie Two was released on August six, two thousand one. August wow. so right before. Wow. So this is so the, the, yeah. probably the summer before it came out. Yeah. Is when they're filming, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Lin Manuel wow. Miranda uh, 
talked in an interview about how he bought Bob Dylan's album, Love and Theft on 9-11. And I did as well. And so I'm like, like, if I ever meet him, I can be like, that'd be, that'd be like, if you want to get, grab someone's attention. Yeah. What if if he was I know what day. Yeah. Yeah. We we bought the same album. We bought the same album. What if he was just like, Kevin, when I think about 9-11, there's a lot heavier things that come to my yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think about that album. That's why. That's why I was surprised that he talks about it. I yeah. think on WTF that it's like, yeah. Um, wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. Let's talk I, about JJ a little bit. <laughs> let's, let's talk let's about JJ. Don't Dude. you feel like JJ in the way he looks feels like more of a B team Lin Manuel Miranda? Yeah. Doesn't absolutely. he kind of look like Lin oh, Manuel yeah. is a little shorter, a yeah. little chubbier, kind of just like Lin? It's like Lin Manuel Miranda's like. Not even stunt double. Just right. Like, just like. Like he could play. Like, he could go as him for Halloween. Like slob double. Yeah. Like, slob like, double. He's a slob double. <laughs> it's a, he, that guy he, is going to throw away a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Hamilton. Oh. Um, I love. I, I thought he was great. You know, it's it's. It's such a bummer. I bet in his head, he's just beating himself up for the rest of, oh, of his man. life. Just being like, he got, jo- he got Jonesy. Jonesy in the bathroom. Jonesy. He got Jonesy in the bathroom. Man. He's And he's just can't. But I don't know. I Tough, tough, tough luck, man. Yeah. 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 And then I, I actually I thought it was funny. As she's getting ready. He's like in the corner just like trying to get her back up. Just like still he's trying. He's like, that's not necessary. <laughs> he's like, on. trust me. You can call this girl at 854. Yeah, like, yeah. so funny. We got to try to call that number. I, I know. know. We should. I wonder what they did with those numbers. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes they went to like to like charity lines or something. I know like sometimes mm. they did oh, that. Oh, that's cool. They probably went to yeah. erectile dysfunction line. Yeah. <laughs> it was like give money to the erectile dysfunction yeah, fund. It's 1-800 Viagra. For Roman pills or whatever. Exactly. I do. The saddest part of this episode episode was um was samantha oh. dropping her standards you know yeah. Yeah. Yes. even more so than a breakup just watching her bang a four was just right. really i agree also well, this is like the beginning of her kind of losing herself and being like Ooh. god like you know and that comes up very much so oh. later in season six yes charlotte and Sam- it's my favorite scene of the entire series mm. yeah so you'll Samantha's going to stumble out of an elevator and say something to the guy she's currently with. Think of me at that moment. Okay. okay. We, will, we will bring you up at that moment. And yeah, it totally. It's like, because Samantha's so in charge of her own sex life. Yeah. Then to make a decision like that of like, I'm not fucking you because I want to. Yeah. I'm fucking you because I'm mad at someone else. Yeah. Right. That yeah. is like a total lack it's of control. Her. And it's mm-hmm. not Samantha you at all. You can see it on her face. Too. Oh, yeah. She oh, did man. a great job acting. Yeah. And her face. Speaking of Baltimore and other HBO shows, mm-hmm. in The Wire, there's a scene where... This is a wire spoiler for anyone listening. So just hit the 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I've never forward. seen it. <laughs> um, do you know, have you seen it before? Mm-hmm. So Carchetti, the guy who becomes the mayor, mm-hmm. Carchetti, uh, he's the politician. And I think in season two or season three, he's a, he's a generally good dude, mm-hmm. but there's one time where he goes to this like campaign fundraiser and there's just a woman watching him at the bar. And then the end of the episode, they cut to them in the bathroom having sex. And his face is like Samantha's face as he's uh, having sex with this woman. Mm. And then the rest of the series, you just see him with like his nice supportive suburban wife. Right. And uh, you know, like that's oh. the one time that he did that. Right. Okay. Spoilers are over. If you fast forward. <laughs> yeah. Also, the wire came out like 15 years yeah. ago. Right. So, just watch it already. People. Spoilers yeah. are off the table. Spoiler alert. Ahab. Yeah. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. yeah. Come on. That face, <laughs> that face acting is incredible. Oh, when they, yeah. They can stare into yeah. the distance and yeah. look disgusted with themselves. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thousand yeah. Then stare. she walks out and gets caught. Oh, oh that also God. sucks. Richard just being like, but come on, JJ, zip up your pants yeah, in the bathroom. The guys. Zipper. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. I, um, I would say 
it'll it will be exciting to watch Samantha lose herself in a certain way because we're just always needing more depth from her. And mm-hmm. this episode was great. I feel mm-hmm. like anytime they do something besides her just being like, there's no conflict with her unless there's something like this. It's sort mm-hmm. of like, we get it. You're confident. You love sex. You're witty. You're funny. Mm-hmm. But this was one of Samantha's better episodes ever. So yeah. far, I think. Well, they and just she got in that Bojangles dig. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Samantha and Charlotte yeah. through the next couple of, they get their due finally. Uh, yeah. Wait. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's five of us, and so why don't we why don't we do a Cosmo rating okay. for for the episode? Uh, what we do we we give every episode one to five Cosmos, and uh, half and quarter Cosmos. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you've heard the, the show. You're familiar. We've watched the show mostly. Yeah, I'm having a tough time. I I, I have mine. Uh, I have mine as well. I've got mine. I think I have mine. I got mine. All right, let's so go. Let's say on three. Yeah. One, two, three. Four point seven five. All right. What do we? I said four point five. I said four point seven five. I said four. I said three point seven five. I said five. Wow. Oh, my first. My first. My first five. Dude, like you so, landed an airplane. <laughs> I'm Sully, here for Sully a right moment. here. What? Go, <laughs> right now? Yeah, come on, Sully. That's just right. great. Landed on the Hudson. What? Yeah, Can we start with Corey? Do you start? I want to end with Corey. You want to end with okay. Yeah. So okay. I was Trace the lowest. You're the lowest. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I feel like this was them um, getting to the inevitable. Yes. Like, we know Aiden's going to mm. leave. Let's just get to it. We don't get a lot of closure from it. Um, and I felt the same way about Charlotte's storyline. It's mm-hmm. like, give me the, the closure from Trey that I'm looking for. Because yeah. there's no Trey in this. There's no Steve in this. Like, this is just um, talking about it. The whole point of this episode is to break up with Aiden. Yeah. And there's so much more to their four person dynamic that I want to see. Mm-hmm. That's why I go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave it a four just because there's again, like I hate doing this, but there's a lot of good stuff to come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm also giving it a four. I guess we're leading into season five, which is my least favorite season. Okay. Um, but, and I wish that, Charlotte had a little more like I like that she got to yell because Charlotte never gets to yell. Mm-hmm. And that's actually something that Kristen Davis really didn't like about her character. Like when that guy is like calling her a fucking bitch and a fucking whore in that one episode, she was like, I wanted Charlotte to just be like, fuck you. That's not OK to say to me. Mm-hmm. And she never got that. So I'm glad that she got that. But I wish there was a little more. Um, and the stuff with Richard makes me sad for Samantha. But, but yeah, all in all. Go over the course of the series, I think a four, but it's a very important episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It needs yeah. to happen. Yes. You gave it a, you gave it a four and a half, 4.5. 4. Yeah. Why'd you give it a four? Um, I would say that I really, 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 I, I, I loved it. I don't know what the takeaways would be besides maybe we're just watching it in the afternoon and I feel a different <laughs> mood. <laughs> I don't know because, um, I really liked it. I thought that the final scene was really, really, and our discussion about it was really cool because it just brings up so many, especially for how goofy Aiden's been at times. Mm -hmm. Like Mm. I thought that was a really cool, honorable way to end his character. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then also I thought the Miranda storyline was really good and uh, watching Samantha be insecure was really interesting. Yeah. But yeah, just all in all, I thought the, the, yeah, I thought it was really good. The beginning and end scenes, now that this episode's done, I think we're yeah. really great of 
yeah. with Charlotte in the background mm-hmm. and then yeah. them breaking up. And the when breakup you, came out of nowhere. So. And each of them are being vulnerable about exactly the thing that makes them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like Carrie's like, I'm never going to find love. And now I'm so close. And now yeah. it's like slipping away. And yeah. then you have Miranda who always feels like she's not woman enough. Yeah. Who's like, this is the most like, like quote unquote woman thing I could do yeah. is like birth a baby and I'm not feeling it. And mm-hmm. Charlotte like, God, I got everything I wanted and now it's gone. And Samantha being like, I wanted to fuck everyone. And now I don't have even have that. It's like everyone is like mm. pinpoint existential crisis for like who they think they are as a yes. person. Yeah. You don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> I gave this a four, four point seven. I would have given it a five if the Charlotte storyline had a little bit more depth. Mm-hmm. I think there were like, like Kevin said earlier, this, this episode was about something, the tale as old as time, the mm-hmm. inability to make decisions, difficult decisions, breaking through status quo. When your life's great, how do you make a hard decision? Yeah. Which is something that I think every single person can resonate with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I think there was like a roller coaster of emotions. The scene where they were trying on their wedding dresses mm-hmm. like was a great scene. It showed their friendship really well. And then the scene with Miranda alone in the bathroom was just like so emotional mm-hmm. and so well done. Um, I love seeing depth to Samantha, like you all said. Um, and, and it was fun seeing Charlotte, like get really angry. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, it kind of paled into some of the stuff that she just went through with Trey. Right. Like, I think that was so intense. So this was like a little bit lighter, but, mm-hmm. um, amazing episode. Yeah. Super, yeah. super great episode. I also love that it. it starts off with Charlotte going, I'm doing great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <It's great. laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, you know, when the Oscars are political mm-hmm. yeah. and there's someone that gets an Oscar like three years after they should have gotten an Oscar. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Makeup so, call. So I've never given an episode of five and I, and we talked to you guys and we were talking about how season five is supposed to be abysmal mm-hmm. and I'm starting to be like, I'm losing my chances. To get <laughs> yeah. fives. This and is so, the departed. And this is yeah. the good fellas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the departed. Um, and also we had a commenter on our Instagram one time that like made this very insightful comment that was like, I think Corey's afraid to give fives because he is, has a very high standard of perfection, possibly mm. in his personal life as well. Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. doesn't even know Sad me. Charlie Brown, me just walking down third Avenue being like, what am I doing? With my life? Such, such an intense thing to come from someone that's called like Freddy Krueger melon camp. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Just some handle that's just like they don't realize they've like sent me to the bar at 1 30 on a cold <laughs> night. Just like Who the fuck yeah. am I? it's like what brought you to therapy at Instagram comment on. on my podcast. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, that's a bot. That was a bot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they wanted you to click that link. Well, listen, Gord, don't, don't, because there's a lot of people that say this is their favorite episode ever. So yeah, this and is I will say, it's a good well, episode. That, but good. All, all of that brought me to the place where I realized I was like, this is a really good and pivotal episode. Now, I think there's other ones that looking back, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe. I could have given that one a five, but mm. I think that like part of it, well, even in just hearing you guys, like for me, the tone, it felt like not even like a TV movie. Like it felt very cinematic it and was. filmic the way the shots were like the upper West side shots that were shot with like a long lens, some of the acting things. And then when you were saying about all of them being at pivotal moments mm-hmm. and being like, I'm, yeah. I'm a mother and this is the most feminine thing or woman thing. And I don't feel like a woman and Carrie mm-hmm. being like, I'm here, but like, maybe I can compromise, but I don't feel like it. And, and Samantha having a crisis, Charlotte's crisis, I agree has been stronger in the past, mm-hmm. but I still feel like you're seeing this emotional resonance going through her, like just like coursing through her. 
And in the Sex and City universe, they bring back Magda, JJ, Susan Sharon. Yeah, pivotal moments. JJ has a laundry list of lays. And, and he then has he can't get it up. He can't get it up. And he has their phone numbers memorized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but He's I'm obsessed with big. Exactly. Yeah, and what JJ no doesn't realize is the fact that he wants it so bad means it can't happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big moment for JJ. Yeah, yeah. I know. So <laughs> I feel like I, I think just. he changed the most. Yeah. Open hands. And I will say like that last fight scene as it happened. I didn't realize it was gonna. And then as it was happening, it's like, oh no. Yeah. What is this happening? And yeah. then it comes right after the Miranda scene, mm-hmm. which was good. It just all kind of came together. And I was like, I don't think it's probably the most perfect one on the whole series. Yeah. But it's it's gotta be very, very up there. Yeah. And it would have been the closer Departed for was me. a great film. It was. Yes. <laughs> it was. It would have been better if she had run into Big at some point. I am mm. obsessed what if with it. It just would have come up out of that fountain. I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> With a snorkel. But he's dry. Scuba he's dry. He's dry, dry yeah. He's still dry. It's scuba Hold, Steve. Scott. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like, I bet that was a discussion and they yeah. were like, this has to be all ages. It has yeah. to be her because, decision, not yes. because she saw big. Yeah. yeah. I do think what, I forgot, That's a good who, point. I forgot who said it, but someone was saying the, the inevitability. Oh, you were yeah. like the inevitability yeah. that this had to happen. And I think you're right when we were talking earlier about like, it it did just have to happen and it's like and it's been bad for Aiden the whole time anyway, you know? Um, mm. but I feel like I feel like that had happened. I just think they had some good moments getting there with yeah. the discussions yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and we also got for one last time, we got Aiden freaking doing some housework and some blasting, heavy metal. blasting some <laughs> heavy metal. He has a playlist that's like it's like that Iron he looks like he was Pearl taking a load bearing yeah. wall. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Not safe. Yeah. 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 That brick wall, that was yeah. that's needed, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's way too confident in his construction. Yeah, because you can make a table. Doesn't mean you can just take down a wall and yeah. someone's a part of it. Totally. Uh, this was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for having yeah. us. It's like a dream for us to be on this podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, tell people about where we they can find you guys and your podcast and everything. So sure. you can find us on Twitter at Her Story R, on Instagram at Her Story on the Rocks, mm-hmm. and then you can find Her Story on the Rocks.com has our episodes and then obviously apple podcasts yeah stitcher and all our cocktail recipes we post Amazing. every single recipe you know we have cocktail tuesdays so you can drink along with us but mm-hmm. most people are driving so that is not okay. <laughs> right. so don't do that but <laughs> but if you're on a plane yeah then you can drink then you can yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly if you want to see pictures of my dog i'm at cool for cats <laughs> <laughs> and i'm at ali g wood yeah cool and, and yeah Great. Can we ask you guys a favor? Can you sure. and can you and you could send us the recipe? Could you guys make a Bradshaw Boys cocktail <gasps> and we could drink it yeah. on the air? That'd be yes. so fun. Oh, I would love to. Okay, great. <laughs> so awesome. All right, we'll do that and we'll send it to you guys Wonderful. and it'll be great. Amazing. Uh-huh. And if you're on iTunes right now, go give a five Cosmo rating to her stri- yes. her story oh, on the you. rocks. Uh-huh. And if you're on a Spotify, go right now and follow her story on the rocks mm-hmm. and follow the Bradshaw Boys because it'll mm-hmm. make the pop up in your podcast feed there right. you go, go. Um, thank you so much we're the Bradshaw boys and they're Herstory on the rocks good night thank you goodbye night. <laughs> the Bradshaw boys stars Corey Cavan John Sieber and Kevin James Doyle the show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin for more information on the guys check out their website at bradshawboys.com on social media at the Bradshaw boys and if you see them in the street tip your glass thanks for listening <laughs>